on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. We're going to play like a scale of who's the jerk, or I guess how big of a jerk is this man? And it's it's an article I saw by uh, the New York Post about what a man did to his family and apparently what he does on a regular basis to his family when they travel. (laughs) Why do I feel like I don't want to know? Yeah, well. Like, I don't want to. Like, does he ride first class and everybody else rides in coach or something stupid like that? Bingo. You're freaking ding, kidding Ding, ding, ding. Oh, wait, it gets worse. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. So, your I hunch, had no idea, by the way. You didn't. Was a no, total you guess. didn't. You didn't. Yes, a husband constantly flies first class and while the rest of his family flies coach. I'm not this joking. This is the like, McAllister's. Yeah, this is, This is right? the McAllister's. This is, this is the McAllister's, but at least with the McAllister's and Home Alone, all the adults were in first class and they put the kids in coach. No, this is worse. He flies in first class and his wife and two children fly what? in coach. Yeah, so I'm just going to read you this. So uh, the New York, sorry, the New York Times Magazine, they have this little section called like letter to the editor, right, where people write in. And this woman wrote into a columnist and said, should I be concerned about this? She says that her husband constantly will fly first class, but then me and my two teenage sons will be in coach. Now, here's the husband's reasoning, right? He justifies the, I'm going to do a direct quote from the wife. My husband suggested traveling alone on a different flight ahead of us so we wouldn't feel badly, but he likes to fly first class and realizes <laughs> that it's too expensive if we all fly first class. So listen to this. Oh, my gosh. He justifies flying alone in first class because of the cost and the fact that our kids, 12 and 16, might feel alone if I were to travel in first with them and leave them in the rear cabin. I feel that this is unfair. Okay, so then how about you let your wife fly first class every now and again if it's about cost and not leaving your kids behind? But you go sit with the kids for what? Not even. That's not even in the question. Also, how often are these people traveling? I feel like I, our I kid has like been it, on a plane yeah. once, and I don't even know when the next time we're ever going to travel with I it. feel like it's quite a bit. It gets worse. She says in this letter, quote, he even did this recently on an overnight flight to Paris. So they're going to Paris. They're going, I mean, it, it wow. sounds like this family's got a little bit of cash. But he, he sits there and goes, I've got money for me to fly first class. Honey, let's have you with the kids because we don't want them to feel bad. So I'll just go in first class. And he even thought, well, what if I fly earlier? Yeah, so you and don't then have you to fly think later. About- that is so dumb. That is so dumb. Like all of it is so dumb. If you're asking the question, if he's a jerk, he's a jerk. Like, like I a think ten that's out of so ten jerk. Up. Yes. There's no. There's be- no part of you that understands where he's coming from. I would understand. Okay. I thought you were going to go as you were explaining this, that maybe he's like a really big, tall dude that needs space. Okay, Because those areas in coach are much smaller than it is in first class. And so it's like, listen, this is for just comfort. Maybe he's like seven feet tall and he's big in stature. He's just wide, you know, whatever. He's just a big dude. I'd be like, okay, well, maybe I get that for the comfort for especially longer flights. But just, just because, no, I like first class. And I'm willing to do that, but I'm not willing to pay for anybody else in my family. Like, that feels a little messed up. Yeah. If I'm his wife, I'm probably quite, I'm like, uh, why well, aren't you allowing me to ever sit in first class? That's messed up. As this story has kind of gone viral and the Internet's got a hold of it, people are saying she should get divorced. Like, people are like, this is not a good man. This is not a good person. <laughs> like, he's clearly putting his needs above yours. Uh, for this sole purpose, I don't think it's divorce worthy, but something tells me that there's other things he probably does like this. I mean, there's probably definitely a, hey, we should talk, right? We should have a conversation. I, you would think so if she's reaching out to the New York Times I'll tell about you what it. I don't have a problem with, and maybe some people think this is rude. I have no problem if mom and dad wanted to get first class and your kids are in coach. And people could say, well, they're 12 and 16. I think they can handle it. Yeah. I don't think it's the nicest thing to do. I think it's different when it's mom and dad. We're having a different discussion. If it's mom and dad versus kid or whatever. Do you think that's okay? I think it's okay. I would feel bad if I were the parent, if it was constant and like my kids were always on a separate section of the plane. But also, I'm also slightly selfish. I'm like, I earned this. Yeah. I earned this. You'll earn it later. Let's say we're going on a vacation, (laughs) wherever, Disney World, Hawaii, doesn't matter. Pick your place. And we had a 12 and 16 year old. Would you sit there and be like, all right, let's enjoy first class. Give them their devices, their Bluetooth headphones. Because I don't know if kids, but then again, you're putting your 12-year-old next to some random stranger. Yeah. For, 
hours. I, I would, I'd consider it. I think I'd do it. Sure. I mean, it's not every flight we're going on. Yeah. I think it's so, kind of fun. I think we need an update on this story, and we need to see if they're still married a year from now. Because I'm sure now that she's reading all these articles, and everyone's so like, uh, "This is a huge." How does a husband feel now reading these stories all about how big of a jerk he is for putting himself in first class? Right? It's right. gonna be crazy. So you can text us how big of a jerk, 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. So a mummy was discovered, an actual mummy, 2,000 years old. So think about how old that is. Yeah, it's, that's up there. <laughs> a 2,000-year-old mummy was discovered, completely and totally preserved, and still has internal organs. What? Well, what is it supposed to do? Years- what do you mean? Don't you just kind of decompose and oh, turn I guess to a skeleton? That's true. Yeah, but have you seen that uh, picture of that nun from just like four years ago? Oh, no. Yeah. What? No, that was crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, Explain. don't Google it. So I don't want to ruin your story because with another story, but I just saw a picture of, I don't know why they had to, but there was a nun that um, was buried about four years ago and they had to bring like, they, I don't know why, but they needed to get it back. And all the experts are like, oh, by the way, it'll probably just be bones totally intact. And everyone's like, that's a miracle. And they said, I don't know why. but Four she's to- years? Four years, yeah. Totally intact. Like, it looks, it looks just like a person. Think, I wouldn't think bones. That's what, that's what uh, I read Ooh. in the story. So, either way, internal organs, 2,000 years, mummies work is what you're saying. Those, those wrapping so. works. They're good at preserving bodies. So, would you want to be knows. mummified then? I don't think so. Just... Put me in the ground. You sure? Next to my relatives. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just let me be buried with, like, my favorite item. Like, my favorite snack. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. my favorite blanket or pillow. I'm trying to think of what I, what little knickknacks I want in there. Like, do I want some of my favorite snacks? Like a nerd's gummy cluster just kind of sitting there. Just one just sitting on your lip. Just balancing right there on your mouth. I think I want some chicken wings. <laughs> so if you do wake up, you I can wanna eat a be, cluster. I do want to be buried with some fry sauce. Some fry sauce. Some fry sauce, yeah, or like some (laughs) pizza and ranch or something. I don't know. I think for me, I'd probably want to be buried with like a cozy blanket. I don't want to just be laying there exposed in these nice clothes. You know what? No. Family, future people in my life. Anybody that's listening that's gonna bury Lauren. Will you please bury me in like leggings and a hoodie? Yeah, we're not no, we're not giving you a fancy gown because that's not you. I just put me in what I am. You know what I mean? Like, you see these shows like Dateline where oh, they were the, they lit up a room. They this, they that. Like, there's always these happy, amazing things. And then you bury somebody dressed in, like, nice, fancy yeah. clothes. Yeah, it's like, always why? like a suit. Well, maybe because if you come back and your body comes back, you want to be dressed for the occasion. Yeah, you my don't occasion show is up. yoga pants. All right. That's my occasion. So I'm going to be buried in a Snuggie. Self. Straight up Snuggie. <laughs> I think Wouldn't I have be one. Awesome? I think I still have one. So, Miles Morales, that is the fictional character from the Into the Spider-Verse movies. Yeah, yeah those are good. There's going to be a live action now, Miles Morales, Spider-Man movies coming in the works. More oh Spider-Man. I'm fine More with it because I, I thought Into the Spider-Verse was a pretty good movie, and but it's just, what are we doing? People are really excited. I actually think it'll be great um, because those movies are really good. But and they're I think good people want to see them. To me, they're good because they're cartoon. True, but That's I think what people want to see them come to life, maybe. Because Tom Holland's doing one more, right? I don't know. I've lost count. I've Again, lost count. my grandkids will be going to Spider-Man movies, guarantee it. Speaking Mark of Tom Wars. Holland, did you see the photo recently of Tom Holland's dad, like, kind of fangirling over seeing Emma Watson? I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what sporting event it was. Some tennis match or something, that, and he's that, like looking at her like, "Oh my gosh!" It still blows my mind. Like he's British because when he acts as Spider Man, he's got. I, why are British actors so good at American accents? But you never see American actors do British accents. That's like, true. You never see at Mark least not Wahlberg. Good. Like Mark Wahlberg doesn't do something where he's in London and he goes top of the morning to yeah. Well, like a Chris Pratt. With Mario. Yeah, I know. It's a terrible job. But, like, I just, there's so many British actors that do American accents, but it's not the other way around. There's a man who has ditched toilet paper completely and says people need to eliminate toilet paper from their shopping list because there are so many different environmental considerations that you could use, save money. He calls it the toilet paper plant. It is the Plectranthrus Barbatus Blue Spur Flower Boldo. Obviously. Obviously. He says you use this plant, you're going to save money, it's good for the environment. So you're wiping with like a leaf? 
It's a plant, yes. Okay, huh. It's the toilet, the TPP, toilet I've, paper plant. I would rather just get a bidet. But even with a bidet, from what I understand, the bidet is like the whipped cream on top of the sundae. Like, it's it's Ew. a compliment. It's not It's not, It's not. not the main course. It's not supposed to get the job done. Yeah, it's supposed to help. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. If you have a bidet, do you totally go no toilet paper or do you use both? It's like a combo plate. That's what I want to know. Honestly, depends on the transaction. Maybe you need both. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also a man that was pranked by rival football fans. So he is a Manchester United fan, Liverpool rivals. He ends up driving 400 miles to meet a woman that he met on Facebook. By the way, this guy's married, so it's an unfaithful yeah. situation. Ends up getting there 400 miles later, only to find out his like rival football fandom people actually played a whole prank on him. That's awesome. It was a whole hoax. So it'd be like a Yankee fan pranking a Boston yep. Red Sox fan. And his wife left him because of it, which, you know, if you're going to be unfaithful. 400 miles. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. And those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey and Lauren. Make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. Let's get it going with another day of makeup or breakup. You go on a date, you don't hear back from that person. That's where we come to play. Uh, Kyle is with us, went out with Andrea. He says she responded to his text, but just said, yeah, I had fun. You know, did not continue the conversation at all. So he's like, okay, something's going on. Now won't mm. respond to anything. It's like when you ask somebody a question, you're hoping it starts a conversation. They just answer that question. No, just flat one yeah. one word answer. So uh, let's talk to Kyle now. Kyle, good morning, man. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup. How are you? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Okay, you guys went um, axe throwing, we understand, on your date. How was that? Uh, it was it was awesome, actually. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. Okay, and this was not your first date, right? Is that what you no, said in no. your um, message? Okay. Oh, okay. No, this is... Yeah, I met Andrea actually uh, through some friends, which was great. And, uh, you know, we went out on uh, our first date. was a really nice dinner, and uh, we hit it off, and it was great. And so, um, you know, we decided to go out on a second date. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I took her axe throwing. Axe throwing, okay. Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering, because sometimes things can fizzle out after one date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, no, that's fact, good news. Yeah, the fact that he went on two shows that, hey, she's at least committed she to going out more likes than you. once. It's like, it's like you're halfway there. You, yeah. got, you got one good date out of it. You got enough for a second. I, you, but some people say the second date is the real like feel it out date, right? It's almost like, mm. okay, maybe some of the nerves are stripped away. Some of the excitement is stripped away. I think sometimes people act a little bit more relaxed and maybe their personality changes a little bit from that first polish, like, hey, how you doing? Okay. But you texted her. She said she had a great time. Then you followed up with like, well, let's go out again and then nothing, right? That's right. And, you know, you are right about the first date. That, that's like if you can get over that hump. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. that's great. But the second date, uh, I, you know, I really, I just don't know. Yeah, we went uh, app storing. It was a blast. I had a blast. Uh, she okay. seemed to be having a blast. And, you know, it's just a little bit, a little bit of a different, you know, date, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. And and so okay. I'm not sure what's going on. I've, I've texted called a couple times. and. Uh, okay. I haven't heard anything, and I don't know what I did or what happened. Okay. All right. Well, this is what we'll do for you. We're going to uh, play a song. We'll come back, and then we will call Andrea and maybe get her side of things, figure out maybe what went wrong, okay? Okay, cool. I'm, I'm actually a little nervous. Don't know. be nervous. I, I gotta we're here what, with and you. And we're excited. This is fun. Deep breaths. People love you. You have thousands of people listening to you right now saying, let's do this, Kyle. So you you got a but you got a fan squad, man. All right, so we'll uh, we'll do that when oh, we come wow. back. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> it's like oh shoot, it's makeup or breakup. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time to makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Let's get to it. It's Joey and Lauren. It is part two of makeup or breakup where we are going to talk to Andrea. Uh, we just talked to Kyle and listen, they had a good time. He said they've been out twice. They went axe throwing most recently. He texted her, said had a great time. She goes, yeah, me too. And, and then, then any follow-up anything, has just gone nothing. Un, yeah, So she didn't totally ghost him, which is that more admirable, or is it like, why even why even responding if you're not going to respond? She's kind of ghosting him now, though. Yeah, like, exactly. any follow-up yeah, has been true. ghosted. So uh, we need to get Andrea's side of things. We got her number. Let's talk to Andrea. Hello? Hi. Uh, hi, is this Andrea? Yeah, this is Andrea. Andrea, hi, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, I hi, know. I hi. Know. Have you heard, you so you heard the show? You don't sound very happy to hear from uh, Yeah, that was like a, dis- that was like a depressed, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. 
Hi. Hello. Okay. So, Do you have any idea what we might be calling you? Is this about Kyle? <laughs> it yeah. is about Kyle. So ding, ding, he, ding, Andrea. He has been reaching oh, out, reaching out, reaching out. No response. So he also that's listens where we to the in. show. It's not just you. You're not, you're not our only fan, Andrea. Kyle's a fan, too. <laughs> oh, Okay, yeah. So, I really told you guys, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, you know how this works then. What's what gives? Why have you not been responding to him? Can you give us some info? Oh yeah, happy, happy to give you some info. Um honestly, you guys, I'm not like first date was great, it was dinner, it was super fun. Um <laughs> second date he took me axe throwing and I was yeah. like, Okay, an adventure, like I I, mm-hmm. I guess I could get into this, like whatever. So <laughs> this man was so into it, it was so off-putting. Like how? I, how so? Did he come dressed like yeah, a lumberjack yeah, yeah, or something? Well, yeah. Like, when you say that, I'm like, well, you're throwing an axe. I, it's pretty. I wish. I wish he would have just been dressed like a lumberjack. That would have been hot. Okay. <laughs> okay. This man would get ready. He was grabbing a beer. Like it's a good time. He allowed to drink at the place. Like it's great having a beer and. The, you know, the expert person comes over and teaches us a thing, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And even on his first throw, this man, <laughs> like, like I, you guys, like grunting like, or grunting, oh like grunting and screaming and like sweating and like in focus, like what? like he was so he's going to so so give us an. I don't like, know what you, I, I need what? more examples. Yeah, here. the noise you just made, I couldn't tell. And I, I mean, think of, picture yourself there. What was the noise he's making? Because if I throw an axe, I grunt. Uh, okay, no, you might grunt like huh, like it took something out of you. Yeah, this man was like like worse than the Serena sisters, like 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 <laughs> worse than tennis. Like, <laughs> I think, I think you meant the Williams sisters, but we know what, what you mean. I, I so, so he's he's hoisting this axe what above his head, and he's ha, making yeah. noises. Oh, that's hot, right? Isn't that like attractive? Powering up, no, like powering up like an anime character before he even threw it, and then like <laughs> like moaning when he released it. I was okay, like, absolutely not. Like it's an ick. I'm done. Okay, I'm well, that, hold on. That's wait not, a second. I, he was into it. Let's let's have Kyle defend himself. If you listen to the show, you know Kyle's here. Kyle. She's saying you're moaning, you're groaning, you're like the Venus Williams or whatever at tennis. Do you agree? I mean, it's axe throwing, okay? Right? I mean, it's, it's primal. <laughs> it's primal. I love that. I just, just imagine everyone it. else at every other lane was like, I, I, who is no, this No, if you're throwing the axe hard, you're going to make an audible noise. That's going to happen. No, you're going right. to grunt, maybe. No, you were not just. Descri- how about you? How about you throw something right now on the air and let them hear what it's. Okay, saying? yeah, <laughs> Kyle, throw something. Do you have something around your house or something? <laughs> uh, no, I know. Look, I, I okay. Hold on one sec. Let me just. We talked to me. Let me crumple up a piece of paper. Okay, okay. crumple yeah, a piece of paper. Okay, yeah. that could get annoying though. No. If I'm with no, no, that's no. If I'm sexy. Andrea and I'm with a guy on a date and he's just ah, the whole time. That's hot. That's Every sexy. Every single time. Yeah, listen to this. Hey, Andrea, this is I, I'm gonna normal. I'm gonna throw a pen normal. across the studio. Listen to this, Andrea. This is a pen. <laughs> <sighs> I just Can I hit did you it. With your pen. Yeah. I just did it. <laughs> you got for a pen throw. Okay. Oh wow. Um, well, I mean, Andrea, I, I, I hope you I find like a, a cave lady that loves the a way that cave you rock, lady? But to know. Okay, I mean, so I she's already saying that, no. I mean, after two, after a great dinner we had, and everything. Yeah, this I is agree. How you gonna like turn somebody down on that? All right, so I mean, it's not gonna I, work I, out. Okay, so here's you the deal. Why some women end up alone? Kyle, Kyle, don't, no, don't, Kyle, don't say that. Don't wow. say that. I was on your side. All right, so we got to end this. To a no, it's a on no. A second, on a third date. But if anybody wants to see Kyle throw weird. axes and yell and scream, he is your guy. It's Joey and Lauren. <laughs> your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Time for the good stuff with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren with your good stuff, your feel-good stories for the week. Man, this is awesome. So there's an uh, 18-year-old. This is a few years ago, and I feel like I remember reading this story. But an 18-year-old named Rehan Stan- uh, Staten, he worked in sanitation. He was a uh, he was a, a garbage sanitation worker, and he did this so he could save up money to get into Harvard Law School. 
He wanted to pay for his time yeah. at Harvard Law yeah. School, so he worked for years as a sanitation worker to do it. Fast forward, he just got his degree, just got his law degree from uh, Harvard Law good School. For him. Yeah, and he's already got a job lined up awesome. in a New York law firm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, isn't that awesome? So I just thought that was so cool. Like That's you don't, fabulous. you know, I'm sure all the time working in sanitation, like, oh, what are you saving up for? Be like. Well, I got into Harvard Law School, but I need to save up money to pay for it. Years later, got his law degree. Going to work for a New York law firm. Harvard, I want to add in another good stuff. I actually don't know if you were going to talk about this. Did you hear about the girl? She was born in prison. I did. I just saw the headline. Yeah, Yeah. her mom was pregnant with her while she was incarcerated. She was born actually in the prison, and she's now grown up preparing to go to Harvard. She got got accepted into Harvard. It's like, wow. Talk about defying the odds of, like, just where you came from, right, to moving and doing so many different things in your life. A lot of people doubted her, like, oh, that's where you... No, no, no. You can still achieve great things. Your circumstances don't determine your story. Wow, that should be a quote. Did you just come up with that right now? I just... I came up with that right now. Why don't you guys put that that on a (laughs) t-shirt? My first inspirational like quote it. of my life, your circumstances don't determine your story. Thank you. It's beautiful. Uh, that should be one of those, you know, motivational Instagrams. I saw one the other day that said, why would I ever cook when I could just get Uber Eats every day? <laughs> it's like, I'll, if, if I want to cook, I got to get the guy, got to go to the valet, go to the elevator, find a parking spot, oh, val- buy some groceries. Yeah, I know. Earth? It was some, haven't you seen these Instagram people that oh. are like, they're, like, haven't you seen that viral clip of the guy that goes, I have three days and you're one day. My first day, 6 a.m. to noon. My second day is noon to 6. And then my third day, 6 p.m. to midnight. Get out of here. I get, I get 24 hours a day in six hours. Get out of here. No, that's a yeah, real guy. Crazy. All right, um, how about this? This is a crazy story about someone that was trying to rob a bank. A 69-year-old man was in the bank. Man tries to rob it, claims he has a bomb, all this stuff. Oh, my gosh. Realized going through this, this guy was very, the guy robbing the bank was very, very scared and just had this look about him that was like, I don't want to do this. I'm just doing this because I need the money. This man diffused the situation by going up to the bank robber and giving him a hug. I would be so scared if I'm the bank robber. He said he had a bomb. Yes. (laughs) I'd be like, huh. Gonna give me a he hug. first he first stepped in, tried to yeah. basically diffuse it with words, and then ends up giving him a hug. The video's insane. Isn't that crazy? The guts it took for this guy to say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to this guy and I'm gonna give him a hug. As he's trying to rob a bank. Hold on a second. The banker gave him a hug? Yeah, like no, no, a 69-year-old that was in the bank. So oh. I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking the guy who's robbing the bank is trying to hug people. And I was like, I would be so scared. 69-year-old man is in the bank. Bank robber comes in, freaking out. This guy goes, I think this guy is scared and he just needs the money. I'm going to talk to him for a few minutes. And it ends with a hug. Wow. And I'm saying, imagine the guts of being there at the bank and being like, you know what? I'm going to defuse the situation. Just a pretty, pretty amazing. And also, this is pretty cool. Uh, how about your diapers can turn into homes? So this is uh, done by scientists at the world's third most populous nation over in Indonesia. They have hypothesized using diapers that could replace some sand and concrete mixers to build homes. I would build a freaking city with the amount of diapers. I thought the same a thing. Country. A country. With the amount of diapers that we have used. Man, we could have a giant mansion, a giant mansion, and that is your good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I saw this, and at first I'm like, man, that ain't real. And then I saw, like, scientists and experts chime in on it, and they're like, no, this is a real thing. And I thought, Lauren, I hope you don't buy any Taylor Swift tickets. Which, what are they running right now? Have you look, uh, Are you going or not? I, I keep looking because something in my brain tells me maybe there will be a miracle and people will stop. Like, the demand will go down, and then the prices will go down, and I'll find tickets. Yeah, I don't think the last, demand is going to go down all of a sudden. <laughs> last I looked, because I so, so, so badly want to go, the lowest ticket price I saw was $2,000 a ticket behind the stage. So you can't even see her. Just go. You just see her on the screen. Just Just go. go. Just go. Just go. Spend just, that amount of money. I, I would no rather way. have you. No, seriously. I would rather have you spend $2,000. And just go, then a lifetime of regret. Because I feel like you will always, 
you will not hang it over my head. I think you'll hang it over your own head that you didn't go. Okay, but also that's two thousand dollars for a ticket to sit there again behind the stage, not to get to the concert. So if I have to fly or drive or whatever, or hotel or lot, plus by myself. Go by myself. I'm not going to get any, but there is nobody crazy enough to spend that amount of money. Like, th- there's nobody that would what are you go. Talking with about? Me. There's thousands of people that are doing thousands, it like every other day. Thousands of people that bought their tickets when all they right, could right, have, right. and they didn't. My friend, she bought her tickets, and it was like 300 bucks a piece. Okay, so let me ask you this: Are you resolved to the fact that when this tour is done, and everyone says, "I mean, I have heard people say this is the greatest live performance of all time," Stop and I believe that. Telling me, that. I believe that. So. Are you resolved to the fact that you will be okay with that for the rest of your life, knowing you never saw Taylor Swift live? I don't know. See, that's your problem. <laughs> that's why I think you should go. Well, I don't know. I actually should maybe backtrack a little bit because maybe this will change your mind. People are getting post-concert amnesia from Taylor Swift concert. Now, let me unpack this. You're probably wondering, Joey, what the heck is post-concert amnesia? So... Multiple Taylor Swift fans have now reported about this, and actually, like, a couple of them have gone to doctors to try and figure out what's going on. And it's a real thing. So what post-concert amnesia is, is when you are so excited for something, and you have such a big emotional buildup for it, and you're experiencing something that is so dramatic, so exciting, and you couple that with... Songs and moments and memories that are very near and dear to your heart that you've been experiencing for a long time, your body actually says and your mind says, this is a traumatic experience. And you know when people say they had stuff in their childhood and they can't remember because it was really traumatic, it was blocked out? That's what's happening to some people that are going to this concert. It's such an emotion. Like they're actually forgetting about it? So people are going on social media and they're saying, this is literally what they're saying. They're saying, hey- I went to Taylor Swift the other night, and I'm forgetting huge chunks of the night. I wasn't drinking. And they're saying, like, there was a whole section I can't even remember. And other people are saying, it doesn't feel real, and I honestly feel like it was just a dream and I didn't actually go. That's crazy. It's almost like the overstimulation or something. Yes. So I'm going to give you some quotes here. Someone says, I know I was there, but it literally feels like a dream. Now, experts are saying, too much excitement is tricking your brain to thinking it's in trouble. <laughs> what? So because I didn't it's... I know that was a thing. And all I've heard about these concerts is no one sits down, no one stops singing, everyone knows every word to everything, and it's this euphoric experience. And they're saying, your brain is actually going, oh, this is traumatic. I'm going to block this from your memory when you wake up the next day wow. or two days from now, you won't remember. That would make me so mad if I didn't remember because of all the effort you go yeah. to get to that show. I mean, just think of not only the ticket prices and the travel to get there, the parking alone, like just getting to the stadium yeah. and standing in line. I hear stories of people standing in line for three hours just to get merch. Exactly. And so think and about you forget about and it. And they're saying because Taylor Swift, a lot of these hardcore fans that are going They've been listening to her music for 15 years. And so it's this coupled with these core memories, these songs that mean the world to you, hearing them live for the first time, your brain is going, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm looking at Taylor Swift, sing my favorite song, 100,000 people, and your brain goes, traumatic. Wow. And erases, like men in black just erases it from your memory. stories from the show about how it is, like everybody is singing every single word. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I would be annoyed by that because I would also be singing every word. I've been listening to her since she started as well. But, like, I would almost feel like, no, 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 I want to hear her. Like, let me hear her. Like, I'm sure she's loud enough. But also, if I'm surrounded by just screaming your head off type people, Lauren, I'm like. It, it would ha- this would happen to you know. because oh, totally. you, have a, you have a terrible memory. I'd and pass be, out. Yeah, you would. I would pass out. So, I'm actually, maybe you should save the thousands of <laughs> dollars because you, can you imagine spending all that money no. and then someone goes, how was it? And you're like, oh, I don't even remember. I have no idea. Yeah, by the way, I just looked up tickets, $1,900. So, I was, I was pretty spot on. Okay. But $1,900 to forget everything. It's Joey and Lauren. It's about to get awkward. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is that awkward moment where you have something awkward happen in your life and you want to tell us all about it. Whitney getting awkward at the office. Not a great place. She spent eight hours a day there. 
A lot of times, some people spend more time at the office than they barely do at home. Almost even more awkward the next day after something awkward happens. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So Whitney joining us now. Uh, This also, it sounds like from your message, has to do with a little walking in situation. So uh, welcome to that awkward moment, Whitney. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm I'm good. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, thanks for joining us. Okay, what happened to you at the uh, at the office? So um, I walked in on a coworker being fired, and nice. it's just yeah, it's kind of like just ingrained in my head. Um, we had this like small conference room at my work, and um, I had a client meeting. We had to discuss some contracts and things, and they came to meet me, and we'd you know gotten like some coffee and breakfast and stuff. We had a couple donuts and whatnot, and I opened the door, and there's the CEO. And the HR director oh, and yeah. my coworker. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and you're just sitting there like, uh, I brought donuts for everyone. Yeah. And there's all this tension and I'm like, uh want some breakfast? Like like a total <laughs> dork. And my coworker just had like a super sad look on her face and I could just tell like this is really important and she's getting fired and they were like, no, we need the room right now. Very, very serious. And I just, like, wanted to shrink away. Oh, my oh, gosh. How so awkward, bad. too, for your client who's, like, not associated with the company. And I feel like I would be even weirded out as the client. Yeah. Be like, what's going on here? Like, you just feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, nothing to see here. This is this is not the wrong room. Wrong room. Oh, my gosh. Wrong room. That's, I mean, no. I don't know how else you do it. If You you, you don't want to probably do it in the boss's office, so I guess you go to the conference. And it's not you don't really lock the door. I mean, I don't know. I would be weirded out if I got into a meeting no, and I locked lock the door. It. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, So I, I don't, I'm just trying to think how could this have been avoidable. Well, do you have – so our company, you can, like, reserve a conference room or, like, put on the calendar that someone's using it at that time. So, like, I don't know if you have something like that. Could you have checked the calendar? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we we, nor- we normally do have that, and I actually had forgotten to put it on there. But I'm like, oh, well, we're the first ones in. It's really early. No one's going to be there. No one uses like, it, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It just it, it was like an off day. It was a Wednesday. Like, there was no meeting scheduled, so it was fine. But they were yeah, there. oh my gosh. You I know what's funny? For your coworker. We have a yeah, we have a conference room in our office and there's blinds on it. And if the blinds are open, not a serious meeting, but when those blinds are closed, I'm always like, All right, something's going down. <laughs> and if the HR director shows up in the conference room Uh-oh. and blinds are closed, we all got the tea. Like everyone's trying to figure out what's going on. So uh Whitney, you know what? Um you could have, I guess, offered a consolation donut. Wouldn't that have been worse? You open it up, you're like <laughs> Here, sweetie, do you want a glazed or a jelly filled? Oh, you know that makes me feel so bad. Oh my gosh! Well, Whitney, thanks so much for uh, for the call and uh, and sharing with us your awkward moment. You're welcome, guys. Absolutely. So that's Whitney. Yeah, that's that's tough. We have kind of a situation like that. We have a conference room where yeah, yeah if HR director shows up, and I mean, you, get you kind would of crazy. assume. So who's who's feeling the most awkward in that situation? Is it Whitney? Is it the coworker being oh, fired? Oh, it's the coworker being fired. Or is it the client or the boss? No, cl- client will be fine. No, it's the coworker being fired. If I was getting fired, very vulnerable moment, and I see a coworker walking in with donuts, oh, I mean, my heart. It would like, have been horrible hurts. to Whitney walks, hey, what's yeah. up? Happy Friday. Or oh, whatever. what's going on? <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, you should Dang. look. It sounds like Whitney was aware enough to be like, oh, conference room, happening boss, in HR director, coworker. Yeah, probably something that's not good. I mean, unless it's Back a raise. Away slowly. You know, maybe it's the maybe it's the raise that happens, but yeah, that's uh that's rough, man. I mean, even just anything if you hear like, oh, there's a meeting in the conference room and needs to be reserved. I think everyone kind of like your ears Everyone's, perk up. They're curious. Yeah, We're all a little nosy. Years ago. I mean, years ago I was working uh and I there was a producer that's like, "Hey, Joey, can you watch the phones for a second? I've just got to, I, I guess i got to hop in this quick meeting. And I sit in his cubicle. I'm watching the phones for one of the radio shows. He went into the room. He left. Never came back. I was like, oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> and then I got an email that was like, so-and-so's uh, been like, oh. This was, was at like, another company? Yeah, this was at a di- totally different oh, company. I was going to say. No, I- no, no, it wasn't here. <laughs> this was at a different radio station group. And literally, like, they were just like, oh. And I was like, okay. And so I literally worked the rest oh. of my day in his office. It was weird, man. <laughs> Uh, you can text us 68719, awkward moments that have happened to you at the office, especially if you walked into something. 
Uh, let us know. We'll get your answers coming up. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. So Whitney joined us. And she walked in on a firing at her office. And she's like, it was so awkward. I wa- We have a shared conference room. I walk in. I've got a client. I've got donuts. Like, we were doing a whole breakfast meeting. I got donuts. I walk in. There's my coworker in tears, CEO, HR director. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I think I know what's going <laughs> oh, on here. So sad. so bad. So sad. Awkward for her, but sad for everyone in the room. Yeah. Like, it just feels weird. Yeah. Um, so we asked you six eight seven one nine. Do you have an awkward fire story? Do you have an awkward uh, walking in story? Mm-hmm. Something that happened at the office? I was let go of a Hollywood video, uh, old rental video store, while the guy was hanging up like the Mummy three poster <laughs> and the manager. And I go, hey, I'm Aww. gonna need. I was I was standing in there and I had my I was starting a shift too, so I had mm-hmm. to deal with this for the rest of the shift. I had my little Hollywood video. I had a black polo that I had to wear, mm-hmm. a little little name tag. He's hanging up this Mummy 2 or Mummy 3 post or whatever it was. And he's on this ladder. I'm like, hey, um, I'm going to need next Friday off. And he goes, you know, why not this week? Just be your last week. Oh, so you still had to work the rest of your shift yeah. and everything. Oh, that's yeah. weird. And then I just, I skipped everyone's late fees. If you came to me, you never had to pay a late fee, baby. So and I was like, you know what? Fine, man. <laughs> and he was so, he was like so, you know, and like. You get those managers that treat the Hollywood video like they're running a Fortune 500 company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of guy he was. Integrity. And so yeah. he just he looked down while he's holding up a giant picture of Brendan Fraser, and he's like, when did this week just be your last week? <laughs> and he was, probably, he was probably so proud of himself. I can only imagine what that was like. Uh, yeah. I love this text, 68719. It says, one time my boss sat me down for a meeting. I thought he was about to fire me, so I just blurted out, are you firing me? And started yelling. And when I calmed down, he finally says, no, we're actually offering you a raise. But seriously, when you think when about- When they get serious, yeah. you get a little nervous. You have those moments where they're like, hey, I need to meet with you. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, and I always get, get nervous. Head. I adore our boss, and we're in a group text thread and like sometimes he'll be like hey do you guys have a second to chat like where he wants to do a phone call and i'm I'm just like what is it about and half the time it's like just something funny and i'm like oh okay and what's (laughs) crazy is i don't know if everyone's mind works like this but my mind works like when i get a text or anything with company work related and it is like we need to talk and we need to have a meeting my mind goes to worst case scenario and then i start getting angry and then i'm like (laughs) Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sink the whole ship then, you know. And then you sit there and you're like, oh, you don't feel that way. And then it's actually like a really positive yeah. thing. And yeah. so you're like, oh, I overreacted. Uh, this one says my key card didn't work. Found out that it was my last day. That's no, so that bad. That is so bad. Oh so you my try gosh. to use your key card, you can't get in the building. You got to be all on the same page when to turn those off. I went and worked at a company, and oh man, there was so much drama that day. I just remember, oh my gosh, there was this guy who was my manager at the time, was getting fired, but he was in the office next to mine and they had the hr person go in there with the boss and they were talking to him and i could hear everything through the wall and it was like all of us in the office were like iming each other we're like oh my gosh (laughs) are you hearing this like it was so bad and i I didn't even want to be a part of it like i didn't want to hear it i didn't want to be and then he had to like walk down the hall of this step and i just like looked the other way because i was like i can't like i don't want to make eye contact this is so weird like made me feel really bad what happens when someone storms out and like does the whole mic drop moment what happens with all the stuff in the cubicle do they get to come back later? Does somebody have to, like, put it all together and take it to their house? I don't know. Someone probably packs it up and leaves yeah. it at the front desk. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Luckily, I've never been in that situation. I hope I never am. Have you ever seen someone just go guns a blaze and no. like, hey, I'm out of this place. I'm done. Uh, no. I mean, I worked at a, a restaurant before where, like, a coworker of mine threw down their apron and, like, kind of oh, okay. left. But it was pretty good. I mean, they came back a few minutes later because I think they were just really frustrated. Could you imagine, like, I forgot my purse? No. They literally came back and were like, oh, I overreacted and I need this job. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I didn't get my free meal of the day, so I would appreciate that, please. Oh, my gosh. One time I worked at a place. I won't even call them out. I'll be respectful. They didn't give us a free meal. We got, like, 20% off a shift. I was like, give me a free well, meal. Well, Applebee's, <laughs> Applebee's was half off, and that I would get the app as a you know, 19-year-old kid, college kid, I'd get the appetizer sampler. It was $5. Oh, you sicko. And I would, I mean, and that the was quesadilla, thing. boneless wings, mozzarella sticks for $5. Okay, I'll just say it. It was the Jamba Juice, and I got literally, like, 20% off of a smoothie. 
those jerks. Can so I were have you, a free smoothie? Were, were you making smoothies on the side? No, I'd make smoothies, uh, customer orders. I'd make them, like, extra big, like, larger, and then the I would scraps. drink the leftovers Please from don't the tell me you drink the scraps, like, from the blender behind the I'd take a the spoon. Ca- oh, spoon my gosh. In the You're just tipping it back. <laughs> All right, have a good day, Gary. See ya. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. I'm excited. Lauren's uh, going to single-handedly change the movie theater industry, maybe save it, because, listen, COVID did a number to movie theaters. Yeah. It changed them kind of forever. A little bit. I mean, closing them down left and right. Yeah, and, and just they never really bounced back. Yeah, the whole on-demand thing. You could just watch everything. I mean, people and movie companies, once they release a new movie, they're just putting it straight on demand and you don't even have to go to a movie theater anymore. It'll stay in theaters now like three weeks and then you can rent it. Like, you know, and it, I, I don't know. I, me, me personally with kids, it's really tough to go to the movie theater. So I've actually enjoyed it. But it is amazing how like our kids will not grow up with Friday nights at the movie theater. Like Probably that's not. No, 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 Probably no, not, not COVID at all. changed movie theaters, changed restaurants a little bit with oh, at least ton. staffing and now QR codes instead of menus and a lot of to-go. Like that's a new yeah. newer thing where it's like everyone does major to-go stuff now. Have you noticed too, like restaurant parking lots, It's they're turning into grocery store parking lots where it's like half the parking lots for to-go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you want to yeah. eat in the restaurant? 100%. Gosh, what are you doing? Grocery stores changed pretty majorly during COVID, but not anymore. Like, I don't see any arrows on the ground anymore. No, no, no. Like, I'm not talking plexiglass. that. But I'm saying, like, just, I mean, if you've been to a grocery store recently, you know self-checkout's totally taking over. Yeah. Like, it's it's getting to the point where you're going to have, like, two actual aisles. I can actually never find an employee. I need to no. find something yesterday. Just yesterday, I was looking for something in the store. Thank goodness I had the app. For the store I was at, and I, would, I was able to find what aisle the thing was that I needed because I couldn't find anybody. So I'll pay on my phone a lot, and it just sends the receipt to my, like, phone. So I, I, I never get printed receipts anymore, and I always feel like a thief crazy? walking out of the <laughs> store because I'll be holding my stuff, yeah. but I don't have a receipt, and I always feel like I'm a thief. It's nuts. It's weird. It's the future. And I want to know if you think this is cool or creepy. This could save movie theaters. I think a lot of people would admit watching a movie in bed hits different. It feels good. When you're laying in bed, you're snuggled up, you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. There's a movie theater in Switzerland that has unrolled this where you actually can go to the theater and they have beds. Yes, beds with bed sheets, blankets, Whoa. headrests. There's two beds for every section, so you can come in pairs and relax together. Lots of legroom, reclining space. Said Switzerland? Yes, Google it. I want you to look. They almost look like little bed pods, but there's a whole bunch of beds in a theater style, like where, you know, it's oh, like a stadium that's style. Nuts. That's so crazy. I'm looking at it right now. You get complimentary drinks and snacks, and you get slippers and bedside I tables. I would fall asleep. That's I my would, problem. First of all, I would totally fall asleep. Second, what if you want to go to a movie alone? Do you have to share the bed with a stranger? Because it's like technically two seats. Do you know what I mean? Like, You want to be the big spoon or the little spoon? How are we handling this? So to describe it to everybody, it's like two twin beds put together. So my question is, if you want to go to a movie alone, does somebody else book the ticket for the other twin bed next to you? Yeah. I don't know. Just so you know, I'm a a blanket hog. All right? (laughs) Yeah, Can I have that's a pillow, pillow okay. for, between my knees. So I have a few issues with this. Um, first issue, I agree. Sleeping next to a stranger would be odd. I would imagine once you buy a ticket, you get the whole bed. But I don't know because you're right. There is a separation. It is two twin beds. It's not like one big queen or one king, right? Yeah. The second thing, there's something about this that just feels germy. Like, can you imagine getting under covers, getting in blankets, and then one movie ends and the next, and you get in and it's still warm? So they And there's said, like popcorn kernels everywhere? They assure that bed sheets are thoroughly cleaned and replaced before every screening. That's a ton of laundry. That is a, a ton, ton of, of laundry. laundry that like, you know, when you go to a hotel, everyone's worried how much do they clean the beds. I'm worried times 10 because at least hotels you have been around for a long movie, time. And then a movie's playing right after. So it's like how, I mean, you got to go in there, have oh, a staff like, of people change all the sheets on all the beds. Like, I can't imagine hopping in this bed in the movie theater and then like. I feel something by my foot, and it's a half-eaten Twizzler. You know, like that's <laughs> just from some dude. Butter and salt stains and grease from the butter from the popcorn. Like also, no, no, I don't like eating in bed. Yeah, and okay, so option number one, I don't like. It just feels germy. 
Here's the other problem. I am 90% chance falling asleep. Like, I fall asleep in a regular movie theater now. Yep. I would be out. I would so, be out. I'd also be a little worried about, you know, people in the theater. Oh, yeah. Like, what, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Like, I would get a little weirded out by people that. People do that in regular Mm-mm. theaters. And so, yeah, you're right. It's You have that one couple that's just sitting there and they're like kissing the whole time. And you're like, Ugh. what are you doing? No, it, that's the thing. But... I think I would be more willing to eat snacks in this bed in the movie theater than in my own bed. Yeah. So I'm not going to throw that out the window completely. It does look cozy, comfy. I am still a classic movie theater person. Like, I've even done the ones with the full-blown meals. And I don't know. I just find myself, I, I'm just gorging myself. So I, I, <laughs> I still like soda, popcorn, yep. maybe some candy. Your boy's good. That's all I need. Well, text us if you like this idea or not. Would you go to a movie theater with beds? That feeling when you're singing along and suddenly realize you don't even know the lyrics. It's time for Karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time to play Karaoke. We got Stacy with us today playing. Hello, Stacy. How are you? I'm great. Okay, Stacy, you can slap me through the phone if this is stupid. But, Stacy, I have one question for you, and that oh is... Oh, my gosh. Do you have a mom, and does she have a... What's going on? <laughs> Stacy's mom has got it going on. That's terrible. All right, whatever. <laughs> Fine. No one cares. Okay, so Stacy, She's never she's never heard that song. Okay, well, that's good. But I was just wondering <laughs> if your mom had it going on. All right, so Stacy, um, you're going against uh, me today. So, Lauren, why don't you explain the rules of karaoke? All right, so Stacy, I'm going to play a clip of a song. You can hear that. And then as soon as it stops... You continue singing wherever it left off, okay? And then you've got two songs. Joey has two songs. Whoever does the best wins. So my question to you is who do you want to start? Do you want to go first? you want Joey to go first? I will go first. Okay. Okay, Look at that. All right. Stacey, here we go. Your first song is Save Your Tears by The Weeknd. For a better day, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Save, your Save your tears for a better day. I mean, you got for a better day. There you go. <laughs> Save your tears for you a better day. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Go. All right, that's all right, Joey. I, I'm confident that uh, Joey may not get this one. Okay, Joey, your song is "Cupid" by Fifty Fifty. I think that you're real stupid. <laughs> I have no, no idea. Now I'm left here feeling stupid. Oh, stupid is in the Stupid's song? Stupid's in there, yep. yep. Oh, <laughs> well, it was closer than close. I thought. Okay, Very so close. we are tied with zero points going into the final round. Here we go, Stacey. All right, Stacey, your next song is Happier by Bastille. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking. I wish I could be happier. I think I could be happier, yeah. Oh, I want you to be happier. It's great. I want you to be happier. Perfect. I like how you added the, Stacey, you added the, yeah. I like like (laughs) that little yeah at the end. All right. Bonus So Stacey gets the second song. Okay, Joey, your next song is Eyes Closed by Ed Sheeran. Oh, Every song reminds me you're gone. Just dancing with my eyes closed. Oh, wow. Because uh, all I really see no. is you. Because everywhere, everywhere I look, I see you. Okay. I, <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I being mocked in the car? Is that what's <laughs> happening right now? Stacey, are the... I have- I have four kids that are early for school, and they love your show. Well, Stacy, we, we like, love what you. What is happening in but that I, car? I, I am getting mocked. <laughs> I am I am hearing the cackles in the back seat, and they're mocking me. So uh, they love you so much. Oh, that's well, we love them. Well, Stacy, oh, wow. uh, you get it done. You're the winner today. Stay on the line. We're going to get your information. Okay. Awesome, thank you. Absolutely. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It is time for What Did We Learn on the show today. And uh, we learned about maybe the biggest jerk around, this guy. Uh, Apparently, there's a husband that constantly flies first class. 
but his wife and kids fly coach because he doesn't want to separate them and he Must just thinks be it'd be nice. rude. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, this has gone viral because mm-hmm. this poor woman wrote into the New York Times and was like, hey, am I weird for thinking this is a little selfish? And everyone's like, doing. Uh, are you kidding me? She knows she's stirring it up, which is fine. Like, I think this is a total jerk move. In my opinion, 10 out of 10. I think if you're going to fork over the cash, because she even was quoted saying they went on like overnight flights overnight to flight Paris. Overnight flight to Paris and he flew first class. Now, Listen, what if... Both parents were in first class. Is that different? That's totally different. But if you're forking over the cash for first class for one of you overnight to Paris, pretty sure you might be able to afford. Maybe in the budget. Maybe. That the wife can fly first class or, hey, how about one of these times? Because you're so concerned that someone's got to be with the kids and coach if that's how you want to live your life. How about you let her go to first class and you sit and coach every now and again? Again, I want to a year from now. I think there needs to be a mandatory follow-up with his family to see if the parents are still married because I can't imagine that's going over well. Yeah, a lot of people texting in. This one says immediate divorce. I mean, a lot of people said that. They're like, you need to divorce this man. If he is constantly putting himself in first class, you've got to. This texture says maybe they should switch off. This one says must be nice. This one says, how about kids fly first class once and you guys fly coach? There you go. Now that's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know if kids appreciate first class. (laughs) Kids can cram. I, I find the more interesting argument is... Is it rude to go on a family vacation and the parents, we call it Kevin McAllister style, home alone, the parents fly first class, the kids are in coach? Yeah, and and there are a lot of people chiming in on that too. Uh, This text says, I would feel too guilty sitting in first class knowing my kids are in coach. Yeah, I would get over that guilt the moment the first food comes. I think I would too. I'd be like, When the meals come, yeah. And when I (laughs) I have that extra leg room, I'll stop feeling guilty. See, I mean, I haven't been on a massive flight in a really long time, but do they still have the curtain and stuff? Where you? I don't think go from so. One I, side to the I other? think the curtain was too much of a class system, and they were like, "Yeah, we bad. can't, we can't like separate it like that." Let me ask you: We're on a plane, me and okay. you. We're on mm-hmm. vacation, and they go, "Hey, good news! One of you can be upgraded to first class." Do you do it? Do you say no? That's rude. It separates us. Or do you just offer it to the other person? Like, I'm taking you, it. So you would take it? I'm taking it. You wouldn't, but what if it's a five-hour flight? Would you feel I'm bad that we're separated? It. I'm taking it. All if right. I get first class, don't, they get, don't you get a pillow and a blanket? Oh, you get everything. And a fancy drink? You get everything. More leg room? Yeah. Massages? So you, would, you wouldn't say, you know what? Just give it, give, it, give it to the elderly. Give it to military. Give it to a first responder. We want to stay together. That is not what you said. That's what I would, that's what that I would do. That is not how you brought the question. I'm you sorry. said, no. You can't what? do that to me. How can I? No, I would say, is Pitting there anybody? against the U.S. military? I, I would stand up and say. Are you kidding me? Is there anybody on this flight that has protected our freedoms? I would like to offer my first class seat to you. <laughs> but you of would just take it. Of course I would it. do that. Oh, no, no. It came from the goodness of my heart. You needed it to be a scenario. You said the scenario was they approached the two of us and say, one of you can fly first class. And I would say, give it to someone in need. That's, That's what not I would how say. I interpreted that question. I interpreted it as which one of us would take it. And obviously, I'm selfish enough to stomp on you on my way to first class. I would I would stand up and say, <laughs> is anybody going to a funeral because of the loss of a loved one? Please take my first class ticket. And I'd be like, I'll take the fancy drink. Please. Yeah, you would. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.